anyone who is a great actor great singer great politician great business great businessman is a practicing tantric of previous birth without that nothing can happen the powers for example somebody is a wealthy man you know what happens it is a power of yaksh which is bestowed upon that why is it that somebody from the age of 10 or 12 is such a great singer mm. why is it that somebody attains so much of name and fame at a very early age hi everyone this is bitupan here welcome to mindful talks where i invite guests to talk about their knowledge and their experiences in various fields like health and wellness spirituality self growth and various other topics today i am with mr lalit parimu who is a television and film actor an author and a mentor he was born in kashmir but he moved from kashmir to delhi to pursue his graduation then he joined a theater group in delhi and since then he had been into the theater industry if you were a child of 80s and 90s born in india then you must have definitely seen shaktiman mr parimu was playing the role of dr jackal in shaktiman yes he was dr jackal <laughs> मैं तुम्हें ये तबाही नहीं करने दूंगा तबाही नहीं रुकेगी मुझे ये मणि दे दे जयकॉल कभी नहीं आई वॉज अ बिग फैन ऑफ शक्तिमान Besides that he also worked in dozens of Bollywood movies including films like Scam 1992 as a CBI director he worked in the movie Haider in 2014 where his role was praised critically kya kar raha hai tum Haider ye pistol mujhe de do and he worked in the movie Agent Binod as a professor he worked in Mubaraka and many other Bollywood movies he appeared in various other TV serials as well like CID झूमे जियारे केसरिया बलम अब हमारे देश कभी तो नजर मिलाओ एंड मेनी मोर इन टू थाउजेंड फोर्टीन पब्लिशनुष्यूटिव इमोशनर ग्रुप कॉल नक्समाज इन मुंबई एंड इन टू थाउजेंड सिक्स परिमोडमी शक्तिमान आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू आस्क हिम वेदर गंगाधर वॉज शक्तिमान और नॉट I am going to talk to him about yoga. He has deep knowledge in spirituality and through his workshop he teaches how to use yogic techniques in acting. I am going to talk to him about the importance of yoga in all aspects of life. I am also going to talk about occult black magic and tantric vidya. And I am going to talk about how to find the purpose of life and going to discuss about many more such topics. So stay tuned and learn a lot from him. I am excited to talk to him. Let's get started. So Lalit sir thank you so much for joining how are you Yeah I'm good I'm good Thank, thank you. you for the invitation Mr Barua yeah thank you sir it's a pleasure to have you on my show Sir we have lot to talk because the topic is yoga and yoga is really very big concept it is not just about to exercise but uh, I have read about your journey that you know obviously you everybody knows about your character in Shaktiman and then you were in theaters then you have taken a spiritual path So I want to know how your journey started. Uh, I mean, what got your interest in spirituality? Then you you read a lot about spirituality, speak a lot about it. So let's quickly know about your journey, how it started, sir. Ah uh, yes, see, uh, I started my life as an actor when I was around eighteen. The interest became when I was in my school in my class eleventh and twelfth. So the first seven to eight years were completely into theater and television, 
and into the knowing of the craft of acting, studying theater, studying cinema. All these things were like a passion to me. But why spirituality came into my life, I cannot pinpoint one incident, but a series of incidents that whatever I'm doing is something very false. Maybe my profession was telling me continuously that I'm living in a very artificial, in a fake world, the characters which I'm playing, because they are not real. The world in which I'm living of acting, a make-believe world. I'm continuously living in make-believe world and I'm chasing name and fame, though I'm getting a little bit of name and fame, but it is not making me complete. I'm still unhappy inside. What, uh, what was uh, my point of view during those days when I was in my mid-20s, 25, 26, 27? I had tasted small success in television and people were knowing me. I was getting autographed. I, I was a little bit known. Even when I used to walk on the streets, people used to say that there is an actor and this and that. But inside, I was in a state of mind that was telling me continuously that you are living a fake life. This is an artificial world. The character which these guys are appreciating is not you. You are something different. So I was finding my real personality and the personality which people liked. There is a huge gap in that. Mm. And this started giving me a kind of trouble. And I started thinking on the lines that how can I become one inside? Mm. And uh, because I was in Delhi at that time and my future was to move on to Bombay and try my luck in films and do more television, earn a little more money. And my future was like clear cut future was clean in my, in my eyes. I had no confusion about it. Bombay was my next step. But I used to think that even if I go to Bombay, get more successful, get reviews after reviews and get more money, I will be inside like this. And maybe this gap will widen. Mm. And this used to give me shivers. And this used to give me a lot of stress. So how long did and it take for was, you to get this realization after you moved into the theater? How long did it take? It, ha it started when I was doing television. More into television, getting little success in television. Mm. Perhaps theater days were early days and those were the days of grooming. I was not thinking like that because I was getting appreciated. There was... That was my, my choice. That was my liking. Hmm. Because when I was in my uh, school time, when I was 16, 17, I used to crave this dream. I used to visualize this dream that I'm on stage, people are clapping. After the show, I'm being uh, talked about. People are taking autographs from me. Hmm. I used to imagine these scenes. And then when those scenes are happening, I'm happy. And the next step was uh, earning more money through television and radio. I was doing that. But simultaneously, this cropped in after maybe when I was around 25, 26, I'm talking of 25, 26, 27, these two, three years, I started getting these kind of psychic troubles. I can call that because I was not completely enjoying my work. Even I had a girlfriend and uh, I was planning to get married and all, but suddenly these thoughts started making me think that life is meaningless. The success which you are chasing, the glamour, particularly which you are chasing, is useless. The uselessness of life was coming very strongly to me Achha. at that time. Hmm. And I used to share it with many of my friends and they used to make fun of it. They used to say that tu ho na. I, was, I used to talk about God and all. I didn't know much about God, but I used to talk about God and they were saying, Ki ye mein log baat karte you're talking right now when you're, when you're quite young and your aim is to grow more. 
so what changed my thinking then was while going for a shoot from delhi to mysore i was doing a tv show and the entire shoot was to happen at mysore we used to travel by train at one station i just uh, climbed down and was uh, roaming on the platform looking here there and then i came across a uh, a bookstall there was a ramakrishna bookstall a very small bookstall i just went there looked for a few books here there this and that but suddenly i saw few books of swami vivekananda mm. and they were on uh, they were very cheap books 25 rupees mm. for four books gyan yog raj yog prem yog bhakti yog these were the four books i suddenly thought let me read it i took those four books and went away and went into the train and in that shoot i read those four books and those four books actually gave me the real motivation to move on the spiritual track i found an answer to my solutions now here was here is one swami ji and swami vivekanand he was talking very logical very rational about spirituality about upanishad and about strength because the way i was thinking i was becoming weak i was actually becoming psychologically weak there what to do in life i have chosen a path of acting and earning money through acting but this path is not very good i mean there are problems in it i could sense more problems coming in future which i realized later on i'll talk about it later on that how those problems actually led to find another solution mm. but here i was coming uh, close to ideas of spirituality through swami vivekananda then immediately when i came back to my home i went to ramkrishna ashram i bought most of the books i used to re- i used to regularly buy books i started interacting with ramkrishna mat uh, sanyasis talking about upanishad swami ji and bhagavad gita and all that and a taste developed so while working as an actor while chasing my dreams i simultaneously started first reading there was in uh, spirituality you call this stage as a stage of shravan there shravan. are three stages mm-hmm. shravan manan and nididhyasan so this was my shravan stage so i used to mm-hmm. often go to the library of ramkrishna mission and read whatever upanishads i could come across mm. i i thought of making a tv show also on upanishad then i shifted okay. to bombay and even here i was in touch with ramkrishna people i used to attend their aartis their programs and interact with certain uh, sanyasis and i used to i i had started realizing that it is meditation that will give you the spiritual wealth mm. and spiritual health mm. so i was talking of meditation to some sanyasis also there and some people gave me something i was looking for it i was looking i was hungry for meditation now. and the way uh, swami vivekananda had mentioned a lot of things that it is important to have a guru so i was looking for a guru now imagine a man who is from the glamour world who is uh, having his career in acting and in bombay mm. apart from doing my acting work and finding work this in bombay I was also meeting producers and directors at the same time i'm looking mm. for guru in my free time Mm-hmm. i used to travel to all kinds of auditoriums wherever i used to get a chance to listen to a, a well known speaker in bombay generally there are a lot of uh, such engagements particularly in bharti vidyabhavan all the way i used to drive my scooter and my bike from andheri to bharti vidyabhavan which is in town mm-hmm. and used to attend their lectures even in khar also where these uh, ramkrishna mission ashram was established i used to attend a lot of lectures on upanishad and bhagavad gita mostly and self development some people used to give holistic lectures on how life should be lived and all at the same time i was looking for teacher a guru and then in that library one fine day i came across a magazine called osho times that was the first time 
in 92 or 93 i came across acharya rajneesh and his work and that also fascinated me mm-hmm. so during that time i was uh, coming across lot of uh, whatever available is re- easily available is in the mm-hmm. market mm-hmm. be it acharya rajneesh be it arvind be it j krishnamurthy be it uh, gurjeev be it so many other swami uh, raman maharishi i used to read about ekhart tolle and there were so many books coming yeah i used to come across so many books and so many people and so many small people who were interested in it but i could never find a proper guru the guru and the methodology came to me in the year 1996 when i came across few sanyasis mm. from a particular organization which is known as anand marg pracharak sang okay and the guru of that organization is sri sri anand murthy ji because by the time i had learned lot of yogic practices i attended lot of uh, workshops i would mention one particular in bombay at santa cruz the yoga institute it's very nice institute where they teach you basics of the yoga and they take you to the level of dharana in yoga mm. but they are not mainly into meditation on all they are and they are more health wise connected with uh, yogic system mm. but here when i came across these sanyasis of uh, this mission uh, and their system was based on tantra and i i had also realized that tantra is the best way which can and the awakening of kundalini and all which many people are aware that is the only way indian way the best way to awaken the divine spirituality within you mm-hmm. so they had certain conditions and i fulfilled those those conditions becoming a vegetarian and all and following the principle of yam and niyam giving up your smoking and all, all that i systematically followed that path of meditation and it took, took me nearly 2 years to gradually learn various lessons and various ideas of that meditation and that suited me so well that i realized lot of things and i became connected with guru through mm-hmm. meditation only the guru of this system is a very strange guru he is physically no more okay and he is not very popular he is a hidden guru and in my opinion he is the best guru on tantra and uh, his literature is available through his uh, disciples only through the organization only things are available and he is not a popular man he is not a man of the masses mm. so ordinary people do not know the way people know about osho or krishnamurti or even ravi shankar ji or even sadguru the way they have become popular this guru is not at all a popular person he mm. but he has made a huge organization he has created a very strong organization and there are chains of schools and colleges and uh, ashrams and so many things happening all over the world but many people are not aware of it and uh, i got in a way settled here so far mm. as my journey was concerned i found a guru i found a system and since then i am doing that and i got some wonderful realizations also and i realized what is the value of a guru sir what is tantra it? sadhana you actually talk a lot about it and people mostly think that tantra <laughs> is only about jadu tona and all Uh, even i am not very clear in this subject but i am sure that many of the viewers usually when we use the word tantra they think it's only about jadu tona can you uh, throw some more light on what exactly is tantra sadhana yeah this is this is the tantra sadhana which i learned from my guru hmm. and the system which i was talking about right now hmm. it's very scientific and the beauty of uh, the guru is that he has explained everything in a very rational in a hmm. very modern scientific way yes you are right when you talk about tantra people are confused and people are people get scared because mm. the books which you which you see and uh, the rituals and some of the tantrics which are available 
they do lot of weird things which has no connection with the real tantra actually if i talk about tantra it's a very huge and a big subject in brief uh, the way our guru has explained it and put it in practice for the learners and uh, aspirants it's like this that tantra has two major parts one is called as vidya tantra one is called as avidya tantra most of the people of jadu dona uh, culture mm. they are talking of avidya tantra acha vidya tantra is uh, uh, connected with uh, liberation vidya tantra is connected with awakening of kundalini and kundalini is the fundamental science in tantra which is mm. which can be said as the sleeping divinity it mm. is the sleeping divinity within a human being we say that you are divine but where is this divinity how is this divinity there so it is unexpressed this divinity Achha. is unexpressed and it is called as kundalini so it is a uh, basically a strong energy within you and then the concept of chakras are explained from muladhar swadishtan manipur hmm. vishuddh anahat vishuddh agya and sesra and these chakras are basically your energy centers hmm. the lowest chakra is uh, the chakra of muladhar and that chakra contains the divine energy and with the help of ishta mantra and ishta mantra is basically a vibration a spiritual vibration which an aspirant receives from a teacher when he gets initiated on the path with the chanting of that ishta mantra the divinity gets slowly awakened and there are so many details in it there are there are huge uh, ideas connected with it and uh, the basic science is that the muladhar is the place where kundalini is right now unexpressed with the vibration of ishta mantra it is awakened and it moves from one chakra to another and when it reaches first agya and then the sahasra chakra it is awakened and that is what is a man gets the divine powers or divine wealth or spiritual wealth or he becomes a evolved human being this is in one line the basic idea of vidya tantra sadhana mm-hmm. avidya tantra sadhana is connected with gaining certain mental powers Okay. To achieve whatever your desires are, they are generally five or six in number, like Samohan, Uchatan, Vashikaran, Mohan, Maran. Even if you want to kill somebody, you can kill with the mantra. This is what Avidya Tantra teaches. So this power can be used so, both in a good way and a bad way, depending on who the person. Only is. Avidya Tantra. If you are practicing Avidya Tantra, you use it in a, generally in a bad way okay. because. it was practiced mostly by politicians of early times acha and the kings and their people and in order to destroy others they used to use it hmm. but uh vidya tantra teaches you not to use your powers vidya hmm. tantra wants you to reach the highest stage which is the stage of shiva hmm. where you get merged the idea of mukti and moksha which is a very prominent idea in hindu philosophy hmm. that is what vidya tantra wants you but yeah. while practicing the vidya tantra you may gain certain occult powers no mm. doubt in that and one may misuse those occult powers to gain more power to gain more wealth to control more people to attract people to hypnotize people this is what is the drawback if you mm. are misled by your powers then you will fall the downfall is also very certain so tantra has one problem which is that the ascent is very quick and the descent is also very quick Mm. that is why tantra is to be learned and practiced very cautiously and carefully with the help of a teacher only otherwise downfall is certain because human nature is such that it consists of so many weaknesses 
Mm-hmm. You know, I suppose I'm not very rich, but I want to rich. I want to become rich, and I have a desire to just capture maybe what you have gained. Your empire, I want to capture, and I have gained some occult powers. But those occult powers can give me the strength, and I can misuse that. I can use the tricks of the trade of whatever means are. I can destroy you and take that. But that will also start my downfall. Mm-hmm. This is also bound to happen. So our guru has taught the system of Vidya Tantra. where you have to work in this world with your own energy and save and preserve the spiritual energy and spiritual force to attain the highest stage which is the mukti and moksha this is how it is but in details there are a lot of things meant in tantra sadhana i can say all over world and particularly in india only this guru has uh, made that system very scientific although it is open but if you are not a right candidate things will happen in such a way that you will neither get it and even if you get it you will forget it acha it is designed so beautifully mm-hmm. if you are a corrupt man if you are an immoral person and you want to learn the sadhana you may start the journey but immediately you will lose in it if you mm-hmm. are immoral acha so here morality is the ground it is said that morality is the ground force mm-hmm. on which the wings of tantra are there so you said people in the earlier days used to have this power and used on kings and all and politicians and all yeah, do yeah, you think yeah. people yes, nowadays yes. still have uh, used this power especially people like have in bollywood powers, uh, i i want to ask particularly about bollywood do you have any idea if there are people and producers using it and if there are present politicians who are using it for votings and all do you have any idea about that yes to some extent people do use but uh, most of the people who are uh, practicing it they are cheating they are mm. more into cheating business they be fool the people mm. and they may do it in their own way with the very uh, negative forces see it's not very different to say that i'll do this kind of ritual and uh, you will attain that woman if the ch- if the chase is to attain a particular girl but they do it in different way they hire gundas they pressurize their other partner mm. and they take the credit in a different way mm. we do not have very established tantrics these days mm. and uh, avidya tantra was uh, practiced very much in ancient times there is at least 1500 or 2000 or 3000 years back mm. see i can give you an example from uh, our mythology mm. the negative avidya tantra is also called as rakshasi vidya the okay. vidya of rakshasas Hmm. in ramayan there is an episode when angad as a messenger goes to the court of ravan hmm. okay and ravan is uh, uh, there with his son and some 12 13 ministers so these those 13 people they tried to trick angad by asking him that could you please point out who ravan is and suddenly hmm. they practiced one practice of avidya tantra which is also called as plastic science that everybody became ravan through their occult power the faces change except indrajit okay the meghna except meghna there is a story and uh, angad was confused that there are 12 people of same face hmm. and only one indrajit or meghna who is challenging angad tell me who my father is hmm. and angad was confused for some time but because Angad was also a practitioner. Now, this is just an example of putting in the whole episode in Ramayana. The way, if you practice this Avidya Tantra, the best way to disrupt the Avidya Tantra is to get them angry. 
make them angry. This is being taught hmm. to us also. This was taught. If some avidya tantric is doing a wrong practice on you, just get him angry so that his concentration breaks. Hmm. So Angad tried. Angad did the same thing. He made Indrajit angry along with other ministers. Like he said, I didn't. I didn't know it, Mr. Indrajit, that you had twelve fathers. You were born out of twelve fathers. So everybody was little angry, and their concentration was less, and they came in their same faces. And Angad was easily able to identify who Rama is. This is one example of uh, Avidya Tantra. There are so many stories in Mahabharat and Ramayana and other Puran also where tantric practices are being hiddenly, secretly explained. Mm, that's really interesting, sir. Yeah. Really fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still have to yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but one one See, more in, in 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 Bengal yeah. and Assam, in mm. Bengal and Assam, even our early 20th century, mm. uh, things like Vashikaran were practiced at a very nice level, but it had its own negative impact. Mm. Bengal also is a land where a lot of spirituality was practiced, but later on, as our guru has said, the past 1200 years, the Vidya Tantra part is completely vanished. It's okay. only Avidya Tantra which is left. So that is why whenever you come across a tantric, you think that they, that some jaduduna, that this maran, this hypnotism, all that is there. The vidya tantra part has been completely vanished because we lost the people because of the attacks, because of the invasions, and because of the inter rivalry among uh, these tantrics. We could not have a collective impact of it on our society. So slowly it went away through. This guru, it has been revived, and there are many people who are practicing it. Even yeah. anyone who is famous is actually a tantric of a previous birth. I can tell you like that. Anyone who is a great actor, great singer, great politician, great business, great businessman, is a practicing tantric of previous birth. Without that, nothing can happen. Believe me. Oh, the that's powers, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is like ah. this. The powers, for example, somebody is a wealthy man. You know what happens? It is the power of yaksh, which is bestowed upon that sadhana. Oh. On the path of sadhana, when you move on, you gain certain access to become close to Paramapurush. Then these forces stop you. They Achha. deviate your energy. Like what will stop you? The yaksh will stop you. Yaksh means the lord of wealth. So you may be given wealth or the events can happen such that you are drawn mm. towards earning more money. So your energy gets channelized towards earning more money. Hmm. Similarly, Gandharva. Gandharva Shakti also is another way of diluting or disrupting the energy of a sadhak. Gandharva gives the talent of fine arts. Hmm. So why is it that somebody from the age of 10 or 12 is such a great singer? Hmm. Why is it that somebody attains so much of name and fame at a very early age? It is all because of these uh, powers and these uh, subtle forces which are in the cosmos. See, Tantra is such a subject that if you understand it deeply, you will understand the entire cosmic scheme. There is no injustice in cosmos. There is nothing wrong in cosmos. There is no disorder in cosmos. There is a beautiful order. There is no anarchy. We may see, see that anarchy or disorder or injustice is here on this planet Earth. But if you go deep into the causes of everything, you'll find that everything is right at a very cosmic scheme of things. Whether it is COVID-18, COVID-19, or whether it is a war, or whether it is the victory of capitalism, all comes according to a big plan. Mm. And uh, Tantra very beautifully makes you understand all that.
so uh, you mean to yeah. say that uh, all this uh, knowledge has been vanished and it was per- by purpose yeah, yeah, yeah. right it was by purpose so that people really in the future do not evolve do you, do you think it was because of that or it was because of rivalry it, it is because, because of the uh-huh. it is because of the cosmic scheme of things as i said right now mm. the cosmos or the planet earth along with the solar system and along with the galaxy mm. it it shifts its alignment Okay. sometimes towards what is called as devil and mm-hmm. sometimes towards what are known as angels okay so if you study planet earth even through puranas you will come to know there are so, so many stories that in purana we have mentioned we have such stories that bhagwan vishnu ne dharti ko rakshasas se bachaya so what is that that is an indication of bringing the vidya tantra in planet earth otherwise okay. it goes towards the devil force devil force means more mean mindedness selfishness loot injustice mm. and disorder so the, there is a division of planets and and uh, galaxies in the universe mm. our planet earth is not a very uh, great planet unfortunately it is a very uh, what what they say is, is it's an ugly duckling there are a lot of uh, uh, there is a lot of things to understand when you go a little deep into it you'll realize that planet earth has been made for a particular cause mm. and everything happens due to a cause only for some time angelic forces take charge of planet earth but most of the time if we say a period of 500 years only for 100 years angels will control it for 400 years devils will control it so if devil is the controller you know in purana we have stories of devasur sangram hmm. so apply that theory and you will find that there are so many planets which are under the subjugation of devil force Achha. so devils are also very powerful and they have their control in the universe in a very balanced way along with angels the universe is running because of the struggle between these two forces otherwise this universe will not run right it is said that uh, in this solar system it is venus which is the best planet it is Achha. venus which is the planet of highly evolved people where a lot of things have been attained where the human civilization is at a very high level mm. so earth might become something like that or earth might lose its existence after 1000 years or 1500 years mm. by fulfilling for what purpose earth was created so these are all mysterious things and uh, till now science has not been able to unravel even 5% of it nice but the spiritual science has has uh, the capacity to make you realize it is not a subject which can be discussed at a mass level that is why those who know they are very few in number nice and it is also not something that we yeah. can discuss over a talk show uh, this is a uh, of course yeah big subject yeah but <laughs> i want to know about uh, abhinay yoga i i understand that yoga is you know useful in all aspects of life but since you being from the theater industry what is abhinay yoga and how do you use yoga for acting skills can you throw some light on that sir yeah as in my journey because my journey was a combination of yoga and tantra Mm. you also are a student of yoga as you earlier mentioned that yoga is not just a set of exercises mm. the eight limbs of yoga which we call as yam niyam asan pranayam pratyahar dharana dhyan and mm. samadhi samadhi yes. is the eighth limb which is the culmination of all yogic exercises mm. so what most of the people are right now connected with yoga is the set of exercises asanas yes so because it has been marketed like that why does it market it because people need money people need to sell certain things but asan and pranayam 
are the first they are part of the first half of a yogic journey mm. the real yogic journey begins from pratyahar where you learn to withdraw your mind from the external world and start going inside mm. the inward journey begins with pratyahar and then comes dharana and then comes dhyan and then comes samadhi, samadhi. Mm. so because uh, i being an actor at the same time a practitioner of yoga and tantra i realized that the work of an actor actor when works he works on a scene and a monologue and on a character a role which is assigned whether on stage or whether in front of camera for a tv show or a film he becomes highly concentrated and mm. all his indriyas his body his voice his emotions and everything of his personality gets channelized into that character mm. and when he is performing he is a highly concentrated capsule mm. so that is a yogic uh, attainment acha if you think like this so this i realized while working as an actor you are you just forget about everything else so i connected this with pratyahar while mm. in my training of yoga I was studying pratyahar and practicing it in different ways i realized that here is a pratyahar uh, an actor who works on a role is practicing pratyahar mm. and when he is delivering completely highly concentrated way he is practicing dharana because rest of the other things rest of the worried areas are now excluded he is not mm. thinking of paying bills he is not thinking of future he is not thinking of past he is in the moment he is in the present that's mm. the beauty yoga also teaches you to be in the present mm. and when an actor emotes it's like expressing anger or tragedy which is sadness so he is converting his emotional energy into a fresh energy and the ras which is created this ras gives the uh, the scene its required status mm. a good scene is or a good monologue or a good dialogue is when you have created that ras so mm. ras is created so i thought this can be practiced by any individual why only an actor and by conscious reproduction of ras with the method of acting one can move on the path of dharana and pratyahar and heal oneself so this was the fundamental idea and thus i created this concept of abhinayu and i started doing workshops the folks mm. see because every individual has certain emotions which are predominant like somebody is more angry somebody is more jealous somebody right. is more fearful somebody has hate more mm. somebody has possessiveness more all these negative forces they are there now do it as an actor i created certain monologues and certain scenes keeping the required negative force in the mind so i created a set of monologues first the negative monologue for example deal with the anger so the monologue of anger i created where an aspirant or a student has to work on that monologue and take it out of the system of his inner world and mm. create ras and feel happy mm. see ras gives you happiness if you create ras you become happy mm. for some time at least for a day or two because you have done some creative work mm. so first you have to uh, express the negative emotion of anger and then a positive monologue was created which is the opposite of this negative anger mm. where you say consciously that i am understanding the cause of the anger and i am trying to improve it if you see okay. the monologues then you will understand what i am saying mm-hmm. so the idea became first express negativity then mm. plant positivity express negativity then plant positivity this way you can heal your mental world and yeah. i did it with a lot of students and practice and this has started calling abhinayog the whole abhinayog i divided in three phases 
in the first phase i speak about the training of an actor so first anyone who wants to learn abhinayo must learn certain elements of acting the body mm-hmm. the voice the emotions the understanding of uh, playing a character certain group exercises mm-hmm. certain acting games and then in the second phase i have devised the negative part of an individual mm-hmm. one has to identify the negativity within and that negativity has to be expressed first in a negative scene and then replaced it by the positive scene this is the second phase of abhinayo mm-hmm. and then in the third phase the higher lessons of concentration of yoga and tantra are taught this is how a system has been made of three phases of abhinayo see you cannot learn higher methods of meditation unless and until your mind has reached a stage which is little bit positive we are uh, we oscillate between negativity and positivity yes. but uh, by and large a mind should be little more positive than negative if your mind is 30% positive and 70% negative you cannot digest the lessons of tantra you cannot digest the practice of meditation mm-hmm. the the therapy is in the creativity the therapy is make your negative world little more positive by art so here the art is acting apply the skills of acting and channelize your negative force and slowly make it positive and then learn meditation and go a little more deeper and deeper and deeper this is the fundamental idea of abhinayo no no i got it sir so tell me about your book sir i think you have published a book also in 2014 which is uh, main manushya hu that's your book right uh, what readers can get from your book what is it book all about see it is everything about what i said right. there are set of monologues Mm-hmm. abhinay it talks about abhinay yoga and through monologues and scenes okay. this abhinay has to be expressed mm-hmm. in yoga there is a term called rechan rechan aapko okay. rechan karna through scenes mm-hmm. you have to emote more and more see okay. i realized that lot of diseases particularly psychic diseases they happen because of the suppressed strong negative emotions okay. if you have not expressed it inside you for 20 years it is bound to lead to a disorder first mental and okay. then a physical physical disorder mm-hmm. in form of say any disease so okay. if you are intelligent enough to understand at any stage of life maybe when after after one reaches the mature stage of 30 years mm-hmm. one is intelligent enough to understand that which emotion is predominant though outwardly we all have to behave in a nice way in a friendly way because society is like that but inside the anger due to family anger mm-hmm. due to government anger due to the company where you are working get suppressed mm-hmm. so where will this suppressed energy go mm-hmm. it will remain in your subconscious mind if you understand psychology we know that the subconscious mind is the repository of all our suppressed feelings mm-hmm. so, so it has to come out point, one day sub- it has to come out mm-hmm. so when you see lot of people misbehaving on the streets it's because of that subconscious energy or mm. in the houses in the domestic area certain negativity when you see it's because of that suppressed energy mm. so art earlier times also in ancient times also art was the best way art today uh-huh. also is the best way you make paintings you sing a song you dance you act in drama you make a short film you make a feature film so all that negative emotion gets channelized you see in west i used to tell my students most of the open often that many of the directors of west of europe mm. or america they would have been criminals if they had not made such action movies oh. I, i strongly give the example of quarantine tarantino tarantino is an italian director okay. he made films like pulp pulp fiction kill bill 
Mm. And uh, you see the kind of murders he shows in the film: the blood, the beating, the violence. Mm. Even one of our friend director, uh, Shri Ram, he is also full of violence. There is so much of violence in his movies, and he comes across with vague ideas of killing. Mm. So, from where do these ideas come? They are there within your subconscious mind. Mm. It is actually don't mind my saying. It is the creativity of sick people. Achha. I don't want to quote the names, but many of the actors who are only uh, playing uh, gangster roles, who are mm. only into murders, they are mm. actually inside sick people. They would have gone to jail if they have not gone to films. They would have gone to jails. I can assure you that. Why is one person after uh, attempt to murder he goes to a jail, and one person can become a good actor if he mm. <laughs> goes through the Got same it. training? Yeah. Mm. he can acting can help you in chandra because it gives you the catharsis which is required mm. that uh, energy gets released and you get appreciation the best thing is appreciation is received received mm. and the third thing is the money you're getting money mm. for your criminal roles right. for your shouting for your abusing if you abuse on the streets or you abuse in the uh, in the house you'll be called as a madman mm. you abuse in front of camera You get fame and money, yeah. You get <laughs> fame and money. <laughs> ah, it is not true. only with anger; it is with crying also. It is with tragedy also. Okay. Most of the actors or actresses who cry so well in front of camera or on stage, hmm. the tragedy queens and all, they're also inside, very in a very bad shape. Acha. So art, since time immemorial, they have helped humanity in channelizing the negative emotions and in. attaining catharsis so the idea is okay. to attain catharsis yeah okay what, what so does that mean catharsis is the it is the release of that okay. suppressed feeling okay. in a form of a creative emotion okay see the idea of greek drama is based on catharsis if you okay. go into the history of it i by, when i discovered abhinayog i started relating to so many discoveries mm. i'll just share you because of this also i realized that how greek tragedies were written Mm. they were written some 2005 years 500 years back okay and they are beautifully enacted if you see a good greek tragedy like oedipus like electra like iphigenia in aulis like agamemnon media and uh, there's another play very well known play why am i forgetting that name anyway okay it's a very creative way of expression of tragic emotions Mm. and uh, because of that expression of tragedy by actors and for the audience also they used to experience this catharsis and their inner feeling of tragedy was channelized that was what yeah. the society attained it was designed by great uh, saint like people mm. in their terminology they are called as poet philosopher poet okay. philosophers the dramatists okay. were poet philosophers Mm. so it it is a kind of ceremony the greek plays were kind of ceremony people 10000 people attending and at a mass level tragedy was expressed okay. and that is how they used to deal with their inner tragic feelings and why they had a tragedy more because they were continuously in war athens and sparta for 100 years they were continuously in war right so people used to get killed women used to become widow children used to become orphan that was the state of affairs mm. and how to deal with it so the emotional channelization was a method which they discovered and drama played a great role in it so abhinayog yeah. is uh, something like that mm got it 
Okay, yes. so sir, this is my last question to you. Uh, there are a lot uh-huh. of people uh, who are uh, young, actually, of the age twenties and all. So, a lot of them are stuck in life, or they are not able to find their purpose. So, what message do you have to somebody who is twenty year old and still find trying to find their purpose? What message do you have for them? See, I know it's a very good question, and uh, often it is being asked. And after so many years of search, research, and observation. one thing is that you cannot give a general guidance general guidance is not available actually it doesn't work hmm. guidance like on these lines uh, uh, is uh, should be individual to individual because every individual is different hmm. so anyone who has not found a passion what to do at the age of 20 he has to find a passion first now it will take its own time it is if it is not there if one is not suppose one has taken admission in an engineering course just because the parents want him to do or her to do uh, engineering and his heart is not in engineering his heart is in film making but mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to do how to go because his parents will not allow mm-hmm. so first and foremost the idea of what to do should come from parents when children are of the age of 5 8 10 12 mm-hmm. the journey should begin then okay only then at the age of 20 there will be clarity okay see uh, because of my interest in yoga and spirituality i came across a lot of ancient wisdom in ancient wisdom the the occupation was transferred from father to son very natural in a very natural way okay so that was one very good system of uh, education and system of getting an employment if uh, for example if a kid who was in the family of those who are making uh, handicrafts mm. the kid has a easy way to become a craftsman at a very early age mm. because he seeing everything there now apply the same principle to when we say uh, children of film family mm. we call it nepotism but mm. it's easy for a child of 12 or 13 years old to see his father making films and be in that atmosphere and uh, pick up some trade there pick up mm. some craft there or maybe an assistant there an assistant production man there and learn it that is a better way of learning mm. so by the time you are 20 25 you are already skilled craftsman in some area right so now if people are not like that so what do generally like people who are from like my family i was lucky that i got this passion at the age of 16 17 and i was like like a horse at the age of 16 17 i realized i must become an actor so everything moved on that line i had nothing else i used to tell to my friends that either i should become an actor or i should die because i had no other skill okay the skill of yoga and other thing happened much later when i started learning that mm-hmm. subject yes and then i learned direction and all because it's a part of acting i used to direct plays and even i do that i teach acting that is one skill which developed later on otherwise in my early 20s i had no other skill except acting okay so that helped me so if you have only one skill then automatically you move on that path mm. but if you do not have any particular skill and you are confused so you have to wait and watch and practice all things you have to try engineering you have to try management you have to try if you are a poet you have mm. to keep on trying and then time will take you to the correct destination no, other like. thing which i would say is that this is one area selection of a career other thing is start from early age moving on the path of spirituality start from an early age if it is 18 beat 18 learn yoga learn tantra learn meditation learn values 
learn good values learn to become a moralist learn to become an honest person that is what is required these days more and more mm. society has become more corrupt so far as the morality and uh, values are concerned so for a youngster i would say in the long run it is your honesty it is your steadfastness it is, it is your moral value that will sustain you against lot of calamities mm. i am saying calamities because nature also punishes you you yeah. may escape the government you may escape the power people you may trick them you may befool them you cannot befool nature nature doesn't leave you prakriti punishes you after some time mm. no one can escape the punishment of prakriti even right. you as an individual may escape maybe your family will suffer for generations to come mm. and people will be uh, it will be sad for the that person okay. i mean to take his name even would be a very sad so these are the laws of prakriti spirituality teaches you how to follow the laws you should become smart there is no harm in it you should be street smart you should not be be fooled sometimes people think that by becoming good we become weak no goodness and weakness are not integrated hmm. you will should be very strong no one should be fool you no one should cheat you but you should not also cheat right but you should be smart and at the same time intelligent and find your means of earning at a very early age and move slowly and steadfastly on the spiritual path this nice. is what i would like to say okay sir so it was really great, great talking to you sir actually we spoke a lot about tantra and many many people think that yoga is only about the exercise part as you mentioned it is not just exercise it is one limb of yoga and there are so many things to learn in yoga right and uh, i'm sure viewers must have taken a lot of knowledge from you a lot of wisdom from you so thank you so much for joining and thank you for your time thank you thank you brother right. thank you so much thank you okay take okay. care take namaskar. care sir namaskar sir bye bye